Wow, 22 pages later, with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. Nothing clever, nothing really um, creative to say in the beginning. I just want to get right into it. Mike, shut up. I already know you got a joke there, so. <laughs> nope. I'm leaving you wow. to your to your funless self. <laughs> <laughs> funless self, my God. You make me sound so vanilla. No, you're more of a caramel. Oh, well, I appreciate that. You're more just crushed ice with a dab of sugar. <laughs> you're, you're tasteless rice. <laughs> I don't know what kind All of right, rice so you be cooking, Cap. <laughs> hey, guys. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 158. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And with me, as always, is the man who can't be left alone with your toddler because he might just sell them on eBay. MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. I've got a great rating for selling kids. Um, alrighty, here's one that you probably will not get. Vanity, definitely my favorite sin. Uh, um, what's what's the the pin cushion head one? Is it that one? I'm even going to give you a hint. It doesn't. This is not in the thing, but it might help you with the character or the person doing the character. Vanity, definitely my favorite sin. Hoo ha! No, uh, no idea. No, I, I don't. Yeah. That would be Al. Uh, that would be uh, Al Pacino's. Ooh, oh, uh, the but this, this oh. is the Devil's Advocate. Advocate. Uh, I damn it. Oh, is that man. really a scary yeah. movie? I, I thought it was more of a comedy. No, it's no, it's, no, it's not it's a, a comedy thriller. either. It's a it's a drama thriller. But I put it in for the horror sci fi side because he literally is the devil. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And our other illustrious host, as you guys heard right there, is the man who can't be left alone with your toddler because he's pretty much a big kid himself. RT squared. Ralph the Tech. Yeah, I'm not going to deny that. So <laughs> the other day, as I was fighting off a massive horde of invading aliens trying to conquer Earth, I had a thought. If you see a bee flying around, you know it hasn't stung anyone. But every wasp you see could be a serial stinger. It's true. Uh, right? <laughs> That's very true. Because yeah. wasps, they don't die after they sting. They can sting you I'm... up to 10 times and still sting you more. Dude, that that's that's just not comforting for me, especially with those. Well, wait, we have we have bees, we have wasps, and what was the killer? Murder hornets. Murder hornets. Yeah, they're delicious, by the way. What? And and evidently not that, and not that murderous either. They eat them in China, like like they fry them up and whatever. They grind them up. Yeah, delicious. High high source of protein. Yeah, we see where that that's gotten us. (laughs) Right. Hey, yeah, hey, let, let's let's not venture into the wet market, please. You haven't lived until you've tried chocolate covered grasshoppers. I've had chocolate covered insects, and I don't like that. <laughs> you just gotta get past. Once you get past the it's thorax, that crunch. Everything else it's is the just crunch. Delicious. I can't stand it. Well, I'll say this: one day we'll do. Meanwhile, twenty-two pages later, the culinary show. That'll be great. Ooh. <laughs> I'm getting definitely. My mouth is watering yeah. as we speak. Yeah, all the here on the end. Of, it's <laughs> <laughs> like every time every time in my house all right, right. <laughs> so so for today we will once again visit the warner brothers animation lot if they had one and we will discuss lego dc shazam magic and monsters but first mike mike is he's just like legos on the floor in the dark he gets under your skin and catches you off guard but also like legos Mike can also show you how things connect. So let's allow Mike to put together his blocks of knowledge as he presents to you the quick news. 
And now, the quick news with Mike, the finance guy, and Ralph and Kyle. Alrighty, I know that for these past, I don't even know how many episodes that would be for you guys, but at least the past 90 days for us, I have been avoiding this type of news uh, during the coronavirus quarantine, but some things are too personal and noteworthy to let slip by unmentioned. So with that being going, longtime comic writer and editor Dennis Denny O'Neill died on July 11th from natural causes. When did he die? July. Uh, I'm sorry, June. Sorry. I didn't mean to predict his death. Uh, (laughs) O'Neill wrote for Detective Comics, Batman, and Batman Legends of the Dark Knight, and served as an editor for much of DC's Batman-related books from 1986 until 2000. O'Neill was Stan Lee's assistant at Marvel Comics in the early 1960s before moving to Charlton Comics, then on to DC Comics in 1968. Along with famed artist Neil Adams, O'Neill brought social injustices to light when the duo teamed up in Green Lantern number 76, which was retitled to Green Lantern and Green Arrow. Although the writer and artist rarely met in person, their joint effort uh, created 12 socially relevant issues that are still germane four years later. O'Neill is credited for co-creating many of DC's popular characters, such as Green Lantern, John Stewart, uh, Rachel Ghul, Talia Ghul, Richard Dragon, and Lady Shiva, among others. It was O'Neill that took Batman from Cape Crusader to Dark Knight in the 1970s, while also reinventing Joker and Two-Face to the versions we now know. Uh, O'Neill was also instrumental in the death of Jason Todd, the second Robin. And yes, O'Neill co-wrote Superman vs. Muhammad Ali in 1978. During a brief time in the 1980s, he returned to Marvel Comics and wrote for The Amazing Spider-Man, Iron Man, and Daredevil. Now, while at Marvel this time, O'Neill co-created Madame Web, Hydra Man, Obadiah Stane, and Yurika Oyama, who would eventually become Lady Deathstrike. When he returned to DC in 1986 to write and edit Batman, he also wrote for Green Arrow and reinvented the question. As an academic, O'Neill taught at the School of Visual Arts and authored the DC Guide to Writing Comics. Denny O'Neill was 81. His voice will be missed. I, I'm at a loss for words, Mike. Seriously, um, I didn't yeah. know. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm oh yeah. Re- I'm really, I'm, I'm like stunned right now. Yeah, I, I really. He, he was just, he was one of my favorite writers because he, he's a very modest character. Like, like the whole time, whenever he references um, uh, the Green Arrow, the Green Lantern, Green Arrow series, the, the twelve issues that he did with Neil Adams. Neil Adams, being Neil, Neil Adams, is like, oh, this was the best thing. We, we reinvented everything, and we, you know, da 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 da. And it's not saying that a lot of that isn't true, but um, when O'Neill was questioned about, like, you know, how did he think this turned out? He was just like, even and the thing is, he's the writer. It's not even like like he's just like some guy that was ancillary to the process he's the writer of these stories and he's just like uh you know i mean i had a deadline to fill and i you know i did my job it's kind of his answer so he's a little bit overly humble i think i'm like you still know what you wrote you still wrote something that was very relevant and very touching and very meaningful but like it's he just he's was always very humble about it i've i've listened to denny um go on um kevin smith's podcast not to shout anybody else's podcast out but i remember hearing him on on um Kevin Smith's Fat Man on Batman, or now it's called Fat Man Beyond, and you can tell the difference between him and um, and Adams. You know, they're, they're very stark differences, and he's very—you're right—he is very humble. Yeah. But his work is, I mean, across the board, solid stuff. From what I heard, a good guy. He's gonna be missed. His voice, like you said, Mike, is gonna be missed. I'm yeah. actually really taken aback right now. Well, yeah. it's kind of funny you mention uh, Fat Man Beyond because. He uh, put together the three episodes of Danny O'Neill's um, interview into one oh, massive three-hour episode oh, wow. and okay. reposted it uh, 
in honor of Danny O'Neill's uh, passing away. Yeah. I'll yeah. never say I'll never say to listen to another podcast, but I would say if you listen to any Fat Man um, Fat Man Beyond podcast, listen to that one because yeah. I remember listening to that one. It was great. Yeah. Nice. I, I, I nice. just recently listened to it. And it was it was great to just to hear how humble he was and and all the stuff that he did before, and also yeah, yeah. Um, to honor him, DC is making uh, Green Lantern number seventy six available as a free download on their. Uh, Oh, very cool. Their website and their, very cool. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's a great it's a great story. I mean, it's very dated in its its talk, of course, because it's from you know uh, what is it nineteen seventy? What did I say? Is that from nineteen seventy? What the hell is that from? Nineteen seventy. Once you said seventy, I, uh, I was like nineteen seventy. Like, is it nineteen seventy itself? Yeah. The well, Green Lantern number seventy six is nineteen seventy. Okay, that's right, because I think their run went from 70 to 72 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so obviously it's it's 40 years ago, or 50 years ago, what am I saying? Um, so it's a little bit stilted in it's, it's the way it's talked, but I mean, it was still just such a wonderful issue about uh, right. facing the idea of race and, and neglect, basically. And before Mike continues with the quick news, I'll just say that um, if you haven't read a Denny O'Neill comic and you're new to our podcast, please pick one up. If you want to talk about good writing, then he yeah. was the man. Yeah, and if I like, had the, uh, his redoing of the question, because um, he he didn't create the character, but he wrote the character, um, and he just broke down the character and made him into not what we know today, because still he's kind of seen as like kind of crazy, wacky kind of guy, but he actually made him a very thoughtful character that it he wasn't a perfect hero. Like like there's there's this one issue where at the end of the issue. Um, this woman uh, had been kidnapped by this guy, whatever, that all this stuff is going on. And he had done some really horrible things as well, other than that. And the question had a knife at the guy's throat, and he's just like, you know what? I really want to kill you for what you've done. He goes, but that would make me like you, and I refuse to be dragged down to that, right? You know. And so he drops the knife, and the woman picks up the knife, and she just jams it into the guy's back and kills him. And she's like, she goes, but I'm not afraid to do that. So at the wrap-up, the place is caught on fire. The wrap-up, the um, he gets her out of there, and the police and the firemen show up, and they're like, is there anyone else inside? He goes, yeah, there's someone else inside. Um, and as he starts to walk away, the woman says, she goes, aren't, aren't you going to say anything to me? And he just looks at her, and he goes, better you than me. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's really deep. I mean, it's just like, holy shit. Like, like, that is like the, yeah. the most unexpected thing you expect to hear from a hero. It's like, not, he didn't judge her. He didn't say anything. He was just like, better you than me. Yeah. I was like, damn. Well, <laughs> sleep in peace, Denny O'Neill. Sleep yeah. in peace. All right. What else I got there, Mike? All right. Well, the last two things are just going to be quick informational type things. Uh, Warner Brother wants to help you avoid HBO confusion. In a much-needed branding move, Warner Media is streamlining its services, which brings HBO Max and HBO Go and HBO Now into question. The answer is HBO Max is the premier service. HBO Go will be closed, and HBO mm. Now will simply be renamed HBO. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it still so, sounds confusing. So, it still sounds confusing to me. I don't know why. And uh, finally, last but not least, here's a public service announcement. Uh, Nosferatu Season 2 premieres on AMC and BBC America on June 21st. If you already knew this or are listening to this podcast way after June 21st and got mad for me wasting time telling you this, piss off, you wanker. <laughs> <laughs> Nosferatu, I haven't checked that out. I, I mean, it's, a good, it's a good first season, and I'm looking forward to the second season. Okay, cool. Very cool. Is that yeah. all your quick news, Mike? That is it. All right. Ralphie boy, you have any quick news? Yeah. I, I got something that I stumbled upon. Would you believe that um, HBO Max, in order to promote 
their HBO Max uh, streaming service, guess what they've done? What? They've created a comic book yeah. called, wait for it, To the Max. Woo! It's, I think actually one of the characters' name is Max in there. Yeah. I wish the audience could see my face. <laughs> here's, the premise is that these three uh, people have the option of selecting uh, powers based to their whatever interests they have and essentially just like saving the world and living their life to the max. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. So if it's based on HBO Max shows, if somebody wanted to conjure up certain powers, if they conjure up the power of friends, they'd be all white? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) That's off the top of the head. (laughs) Fuck that shit. There we go. But okay, interesting. All right. It's funny. They're really pushing that HBO Max down people's throat, huh? I think they're partnering with DC Comics in that as well. To produce the, the comics. Yeah, yeah. Di- I think the digital comics, though. I don't think Well, yeah, physical. because they're, they're part of Warner, so I can imagine right. that they, you know, say, hey, you, you're part of us. Come here. Come <laughs> over here. All right. So Come it's, over here. It, it's over like here. HBO is like uh, the, the, um, the like, clueless older brother who then hugs the younger brother and is like, hey, little brother, you're pretty cool <laughs> with art and drawing and stuff, right? You know what would be really nice? How about uh, a comic book called To the Max? With pointless powers and no story. Can you do that? <laughs> I'm like, yo, that shit won't work, dude. Little brother commits suicide. <laughs> and this is why you don't leave Mike with your children. All right. <laughs> so let's go into it. Speaking of children, we're actually going to be covering right now um, a movie that is more geared to children, but it's still in the geek genre. So we are right now going to cover, um, I want to make sure I get the, 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 the title right. Lego DC Shazam Magic and Monsters. I was I was gonna put DC before the Lego. Um, ah, <laughs> don't. And with the synopsis <laughs> is the guy who probably has all the names right. MFG Mike the Finance Guy. Hey, Lego hey. DC. Yeah, Lego DC Shazam Magic and Monsters is the tenth direct video Lego DC Comics film since Lego Batman the Movie DC Superheroes Unite was released in 2013. Why is it DC has the longest names for their damn stuff? Anyhow, the film, like the stories. Yeah, <laughs> the film was directed by Matt Peters and written by Jeremy Adams. The lead hero Shazam was originally, uh, sorry, originally appeared as Captain Marvel in Fawcett Comics Wiz Comics number two back in December of 1939. Uh, in 1972, DC Comics licensed the character rights from Fawcett Comics, and by 1991, DC Comics acquired the rights to the entire catalog of Captain Marvel characters. In 2011, DC Comics officially renamed the character as Shazam. Even though critics and viewers were home during the coronavirus quarantine, neither Rotten Tomatoes nor Metacritic chose to review the movie. So they said, like, really? Yeah, nobody did. Alrighty. Synopsis. Watching a Lego film means it's time to bring your toys out and be a kid again. This particular Lego movie asks you to be a kid that was dropped on its head a few times. (laughs) Eternal (laughs) Eternal orphan boy Billy Batson reveals to the world his heroic man self by offering the city something it has never seen. A superhero with a bright smile and please and thank you manners. He is even beloved by hardened Batman villains who willingly surrender rather than fight simply because they were asked. However, there is a worm in this garden of happiness called Mr. Mine. The telepathic Venusian life form has formed a monster society of evil. Oom, Crocodile Man, Jeepers, and Dummy. Villains you think you know, but you don't. And you don't care about. The, the Justice League gets turned into children, but you'll have trouble noticing. As the worm turns into a giant moth, the real danger is unleashed from the Rock of Eternity. The wizard's first hero and his greatest mistake, Black Adam. 
To defeat this enemy, can the Justice League of Children and Earth's Mightiest Mortal learn to trust each other? Well, sure, it's a kiddie film after all. <laughs> there's, no, there's no surprise. Alrighty, right. it's starring Sean Astin as Shazam, Zach Collinson as Billy Batson and Jimmy Olsen, Troy Baker as Batman, Nolan North as Superman, and Alan um, and Alfred Pennyworth, Greg Griffin as Wonder Woman and Lois Lane, Christina Melizia as Green Lantern, Jessica Cruz. Uh, let's see, James Arnold Taylor as The Flash and Dummy, Amari Williams as Black Adam, Fred Tadasuri as Lobo and Um. Ralph Garman as The Wizard, D. Bradley oh. Baker as Jeepers, Dr. Savannah, and Crocodile Man, Jennifer Hale as Mary Batson, and Tom Kenny as The Penguin, and Perry White, and John Reese as Mr. Mine. All right. So let's get into it. Um, I'm just going to call it Lego Shazam. I'm not doing the whole name. Yeah. <laughs> so before we get into that, let's press that button with that spoiler warning. See, I corrected myself. That spoiler warning we paid so much money for. Billions. Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. I took a swig of my whiskey just because I heard that. And that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Productions. He probably will never hear this, so guys, do it. Stush! Sam! <laughs> I, I swear to God, he'll never hear this. He, yeah, when we spoke to him, uh, sidebar, he, when we spoke to him, he was like, you know, I should listen to that. I'm like, you're never going to listen. It's okay, though. <laughs> One of these days, we're going to wake up to a cease and desist order. You know, yeah, I swear to God. <laughs> we, should, we should just make uh, like a, a, a hot reel of just us just saying the different versions of Stosh. I think you should. I think send yeah, really send it to him. He'd probably appreciate that and then never talk he to would. us again. <laughs> yeah. So let's get into it. Lego Shazam. Um, um, I'll say this before we get into this. I heard Mike mention all the names. Um, Sean Astin, I'm like, like, for me, he's Goonies and Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I was very happy to hear Zach Callison was there. You know who Zach Callison is, right? Mm, doesn't ring a bell. Well, for me, Zach Callison is Steven from Steven Universe. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, he's he, he's actually pretty good, you know. So so to hear him do a different voice, and it didn't, you know, when you hear certain voices, and you're like, oh, you sound like your other voices, right? Like if you listen to him doing Billy Batson, he doesn't sound like Steve. So I was very very, oh, very happy cool. About that. He, he looks very nice. like Steven Universe. He does. I mean, he, he does look like Steven Universe. Well, not now. Now he's all like gelled up. He's like 22 years old, whatever. But anyway, yeah. So I, so when Michael's mentioned that, oh, Zach Carlson. Yeah, I love Zach Carlson. Um, all right, so. Shazam. Now, we are dealing with a younger audience. We are dealing with, what would you say, Mike and Ralph? We're talking about 10 and under? Yeah, I would. I feel like it feels like that's about the right audience there. Like, I mean, it's, it's not that Lego movies can appeal to older audiences, but this one was definitely geared for younger audiences. Yeah. I, like, like there's, there's not much double entendre going on around there. No. Well, there are still some Easter eggs, you know, like here and there and little jokes they make, but not as deep as like maybe like Teen Titans Go or like uh, a Superhero well, Girls. But just even mm -hmm. other Lego movies. I'm just saying that. I mean, it's well, just, yeah, you're this right. Is, yeah. This is just very much. But what were you about to say, Ralph? I, I, um, I, I found the movie enjoyable, but it wasn't like. Of course you, you know, did. You know, like it's one of those things if you need, you need something to pick you up because you had a bad day and you just want to watch something fun. This right. is what you would watch, you know? Okay, okay, I can see that. Now, let me ask you this. And the reason why I started with that question, or that 
opening statement. Do you feel like the way they introduced what Shazam stands for was good for the audience? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, are well, you saying? You, well, instead of them saying, "Hey, the S is for this, the H is for this, the A is for this," throughout maybe like the first, like if you say the first ten minutes of the of the, of the movie, mm-hmm. maybe the the, the the maybe minute five through minute ten. He went through each one. Oh, because I have, you know, uh, the strength of Hercules and I have, you know, the speed of Mercury. You know, like he did every, was it too heavy handed or for the audience they were aiming for, it, did it work? I, I mean, for, yeah, for an adult audience, it was, it's not the way to go about it. And it is very much like, are, are, you, are, you, are you making fun of me? <laughs> you know, like, but for, for kids, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, I mean, oddly enough, I kept thinking by the time they finally got around to it, I'm like, well, actually, you just should have gone in order if you're doing it for kids. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I, I by that point, it kind of doesn't make sense because it's like, Why what's his name? <laughs> yeah. You know, skip the Z. He started out with Mercury first. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. like, I, what's going on with that? It's because I'm Batman. <laughs> I, I, that character, though, I don't care how kitty this film was. You, you have to, DC should realize how bad their character, meaning Batman, has gotten when even the Lego movies, not that the Lego movies haven't made fun of all the heroes, but, like, he is a joke now. Like, I mean, like, it's like, it's not, oh, you're just making fun that Batman is capable. It's like, no, the only answer to everything he does is because he's Batman. Like, even in the comics, not just a Lego thing, it's like, you do realize that you are destroying your own property at this point because of what you're doing with Batman. (laughs) Was was he always this arrogant? No. Right? He was, he was more of, like, the, the hidden skills type of person where it's like, oh, uh, so we no, need he, someone he, to defuse yeah. this bomb. Hmm. I guess I could well, do Well, he it. would bring up things very, very matter of fact. Like, he was definitely Sherlock Holmes. He was the smartest man in the room, yeah. but he wouldn't give that off until, like, he said, well, actually, it's this, 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 and this. And you're like, oh. And also, he wasn't, and he wasn't the most dangerous man in the room, though, either. Like, his whole point was, I mean, he's there to help fix crime, not, like, be basically a, a good guy, just shade of a criminal kind of a person. And like even by time, like unfortunately, we just mentioned Denny O'Neill. By the time Denny O'Neill and Adams brought him into out of the 1966 Batman TV show type view, he was a detective. I mean, you know, and he was serious about his work, but he was a good guy. I mean, they, they have, um, you know, comics during that time where he's busy singing Christmas carols with the local police. At, you know, like, I mean, it's just different things. I mean, Batman, he was human, <laughs> you know. Right. And, flaw- and, very, and very flawable. I, I don't want to see my Batman singing carols, but I see what you mean. Like, you right. know, he was more in touch with, you know, him being a person versus, you know, being this, I guess, joke. But I'm sorry, I just want to stick in real fast. I mean, if you also think about it, like during that time period, mm-hmm. the public, meaning the comic book public, right. they were happy to see Batman, not the criminals, okay. the public. Yeah. Now, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, everyone's afraid of Batman. And that's like, you're not doing a good job, dude, when, like, everyone is afraid of you. Because <laughs> look at our protest now. Yeah. Think of him as a cop. If, if you show up and everyone's afraid of you, that's not good. <laughs> you know? I don't know. I, I, feel, I feel like that the, the, they needed to add that fear because you, it makes you want to say, okay, well, you don't want to fuck up because Batman's going to show up. It's like the boogeyman. I, 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 I do like that, but I think that they make him, like, like you said, they, 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 they go a little too far. And I'm glad you mentioned that because I wanted to get into that. How did you feel about this portrayal of the Justice, the Lego Justice League? How did you feel about the, the portrayal of their characters? 
Did you feel it was accurate? Did you feel it was, you know, it was cute, but it was accurate? Do you feel like it, it, it missed the mark? Because I already got some things about about this this cast. Ralph or Mike, anybody? Um, I'm just trying to think. Um, well, think I, about it. let's go. Let's no, go I, I would say, no, I would say, I mean, as far as portrayal, I mean, you know, I mean, they touch upon enough of the character stuff to do what they need to do. They don't really get into anything about the characters. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, it's not like you get any character development. You know, Wonder Woman just does what she does. Flash does what he does. Um, but I was very surprised they hit, they hit like, like certain things like with Superman. Like, they didn't, like, you don't talk about Superman per se, but you have to know that he was born, uh, he was raised on a farm because of all those jokes that he's telling on the side. Right. And it's like, okay, well, you have to know that he's, you know, born on a farm. Is, you know, was that maybe the right thing? To, not the right thing, but, Right, you know. well, I mean, but the thing is, you didn't have to know it. They said it. They, in fact, that's the whole point. They made it very clear because Perry White assigned him to, to the farmer's oh, market. That's right, that's right. And then that's he, right, even, right. he has an entire internal, mono, internal monologue of, well, I guess I was born on a farm, so it does make sense that I'd be covering a farm thing. You I know? forgot about that part. Yeah. You're right, you're right. Yeah, you're so right. They, yeah. that's what I'm saying. They didn't really give us anything that we didn't know or, like, they didn't explain because, like, like I said, it's for a kid's audience. Um, yeah, I mean, I just thought that the characters, even though you're dealing for young kids, if you think of the Super Friends, I just think the characters were more, I, I, I don't know, just better constructed in the Super Friends than they were in the Lego movie. But the Lego That's... movie also is much more camp than the Super Friends was. Super Friends was right. funny, but it was actually meant to be more serious for kids. Whereas this one is right. definitely meant to be fun and for kids, you know. Well, unless you have Wendy Marvin and Wonder Dog, then it was still right. kind of camp. They were the comic <laughs> relief, exactly. Yeah, definitely. But, I mean, what do you think, Ralph? I mean, how did you think feel about the portrayal of the Justice League in, um, in this Lego movie? Their their personalities seem to be more simple and like and mm-hmm. basic. It's, it's more like they were just portraying like uh, like the core ideals of of what the characters are supposed to be. So mm-hmm. like so like with with the Flash, obviously like the running joke that he didn't feel anything different when he was turned into a kid from from right. when he was an adult. He's like, <laughs> I don't feel any more different. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's like the yeah. basic Flash because he's he's oh he's always been a little bit. I, was this Barry or Wally? It, um, Barry. it doesn't say Barry, right? I think it's Barry. I think it's Barry. So I, I well, I mean, it's been Wally for the most part. I don't know because I mean that's a very Wally attitude. It's not yeah. Barry, you know. So I don't know where that's not that true. One. That's yeah, definitely true. Wally was more more playful than than Barry. And, there was a couple. Yeah, go ahead. And then ahead. Um, with uh, with Wonder Woman, you know, like she's she's like the serious but not not too serious kind of a of, of a character. And then um, with the the Green Lantern, like they just he was the only one that like I felt wasn't really portrayed too well. She seemed like kind of robotic, you know. Like I was just gonna say, like we they, should call her. We should call. They, oh, they told the actress like, all right, so you have a personality. Imagine you don't have one. That's what I want you to do. <laughs> well, it's, it's almost as if it's almost as if they just said they were like, I'm going to do research on the kid. Don't bother. No. Just yeah. mention the ring. And don't feel like it has any connection to anything you do because we could actually just change the name of the superhero and keep your same recording. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I wanted to call an APB out for fucking um, Jessica Cruz's personality because I was like, where is it? There's None. nothing. There's None. nothing. I mean, even with Wonder Woman who didn't say much, you know, like she would say, like, <laughs> what was my favorite one? Um, oh, my goodness, by Poseidon's pits. Like, <laughs> that was a good one. If you, like, all of the, her sayings were funny. Like, all of right. them, like, if you listen, like, oh, my God, what is she saying? But they were all kind of 
like kind of what Ralph said, they were connected to the core of who that character was, except for um, Green Lantern. She was like literally thrown in there. Now, the thing is, I, do, I literally know 1% max about Jessica Cruz as a character. So like, I don't even know what her personality is like in the comics. The, the best portrayal of Jessica Cruz, and I'm going to go toot the horn of DC for this, DC Superhero Girls, they have very distinct and different personalities. That yeah. show's awesome. And then Jessica Cruz, because they make her, like, she's an environmentalist. She's, you know, she's kind of a pacifist, but, you know, she has the ring, so she's, she's still a, a crime fighter. They do her well there. This yeah. was just like, you're the Spanish girl who's green. Next. Right. Oh yeah. yeah, it was kind of disappointing. <laughs> well, I mean, um, there, there was nothing to do with. Her. I mean, like you know, they put her in there because she's a woman, and they were like, you know, because I mean, think about it. Otherwise, it would just been Wonder Woman. So they put her in there as a woman, and then you and, got she's the, and then you got well, you got the double um, plus of her being a minority, and it was just like check and yeah. check. Yeah, you know, I mean, because I mean, at the same time, it's like you know, it's it's the hard part, and I mean, I do get it. I mean, even as someone that enjoys writing like I do, it's hard writing minorities, even if you're writing your own minority. Um, if you are a minority uh, and you're writing your own minority, it's hard sometimes because you don't know where you go from uh, character to caricature. Like, in other words, right. was, was she supposed to be like, you know, like, wow, this was easier to do than to peel my granny's, um, my nana's plantains. Like, like what, <laughs> what's she going to do? Like, you know, like, yeah, like this was great. This was better than rice and beans. Like, like, is that what she's supposed to say? Because then everybody would be insulted, you know. Or our favorite one, like Cecilia Reyes, like, "Ay, coño, they're coming at me." Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, that, <laughs> yeah. and that's the problem with a lot of it. So that, like, you end up with, well, where do I go? You know, safe. <laughs> safe almost too safe. Like, like, do you want Cyborg, like, you know, to be like, "Yo, that's the shizzle." Like, no, I don't. <laughs> Bo- wait, Booyah, Booyah. That's pretty much the shizzle. <laughs> Just saying. Um, let me ask you this. Um, so, you know, we, we get to the plot point of, you know, um, they meet Shazam. Shazam goes, you know, and they, you know, um, the Justice League fall into the trap of Mr. Mind. Could you tell the difference between the Justice League kids and the Justice League adults? I couldn't. <laughs> In my synopsis, I was very clear. You'll never notice. <laughs> I, I mean, could, like, like, I, like literally even physically, like it wasn't even just about their personality didn't change in the least. Yeah. Like, I'm like, so the, the only difference between the guys is the cheek lines. When they right. were older, they had cheek lines. The women never had cheek lines. So, like, for the right. women, there's literally no difference. Well, well, well no, the <laughs> women, here's the difference, and I'll tell you this. Oh, Wonder that? Woman's lipstick was darker. And the only reason I know that, I watched it twice. I fell asleep the first time. <laughs> so you watched it once. <laughs> no, no, I watched I watched the beginning and then um the um from the middle to the end. Ah, okay. So like, like the, the part from the beginning to the middle I missed and I watched it again. And and I had that in mind cuz I was like, wait, they're supposed to be younger? So I watched it again and I was like, oh, so they gave Wonder Woman darker lipstick. Um but you're right about the guys with the cheek lines and also they made they try to give the illusion of their their uniform sagging for the guys. They tried, but it really didn't happen. It was very bad. Much. Yeah, it was. I mean, it I was, was like if you want to see the Justice League as kids, that's when you watch Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, because yeah, that episode really when they're episode. turning the kids is priceless. Yeah. You know? Yes. So, so, Mike, what the cap meant to say is that the movie watched him twice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, for, for for our loyal listeners, we all know how I am. It, um, once it's a little bit dark and watching a movie, psh, listen, he's, oh, he's I never slushy. I never blew slushy. Time. 
Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and, and I'm older, so this only means more snores. Yeah. <laughs> so, so for all you ladies out there, if you're wondering what the cap's like on a date, is he like, oh, is he going to get handsy? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get easy. <laughs> you don't have to worry about no uh, popcorn bucket trick with him. <laughs> um, now, let me ask you this. Yeah, we have. Of course, you fucking toot your own horn. Look at that. Um, toot, toot. When they talked about, or actually, let's go back for a second. When they introduced the villains of this movie, were they easy to identify? No. All right, I listed them. What are their names again? What are the four villains' names that work for Mr. Mind? Dum- all, dummy. All, uh-huh. all I remember Uma. is Dummy. And the only reason I remember is because I had to look it up because I thought it was, I'll be honest with you, I thought it was um, Solomon Grundy. I yeah. thought it was Killer Croc. Uh-huh. I thought it was Penguin. Yeah. So I, I, but they I, already I introduced like, Penguin, so we knew it wasn't Penguin. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Plus the fact that he has eyeglasses and not a monocle on, but, but, but they had already but introduced fall, him. You you know. fall asleep, well, Mike, when you fall asleep and you wake up. <laughs> right. <laughs> you're no, like, yeah. Wait. But, well, that's, well, that's why I said, like, in the thing, Where I'm like, like, you think you know who these characters are, and you're like, no. <laughs> like, like, he's Crocodile Man. You're like, ah, I see. And Oom, um, I'm like, yeah, you stretch for that one. I mean, he's actually part of the original Masters of Evil, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and then, and then um, uh, the character, I, I, I assume that's Jeepers, but then there's the character that was not Man Bat. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was Man Bat, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, he wasn't Man Bat. I'm like, nope, how, how's that possible? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know? so, so quick, especially who, when, who is Dumb Man? The guy with the glasses and the hat. You know, no, no, what, what, what's yeah. his? Well, he's. But there could be two dummies because there was the ventriloquist and dummy. Right. I thought it was that. I, I, I you know, well, I, I kind of think that, that they're kind of related throughout, like, you know, how history changed with the crises. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's just basically, um, supposedly, he was a ventriloquist dummy that, you know, was a person that dressed up like a ventriloquist, ventriloquist dummy and robbed people with guns. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you're 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 talking about going way back into like the 30s, 40s era of villains. That, <laughs> that's know? why I'm kind of like they dig a little deep for these characters. Well, like I said, Oom and uh, I didn't I know who Oom was. Yeah, I, yeah, Oom is definitely from the one of the original Masters of Evil, from the Shazam universe. Shazam also is from um, Planet S or Earth S, I should say. Like because right. until DC um, acquired the rights, Shazam and Superman were not on the same Earth. And, and, you know, so, like, the whole Shazam family, everything was in a whole different world. And it was a very different world. Their world was a lot brighter. Criminals were criminals, but they just weren't as slaughtering as they are here. <laughs> I, I have a theory. I have a theory. Oh, uh, shit. Lego probably decided to use these, like, out-of-the-way characters. One, because no one would have a problem if you make fun of these out-of-the-way characters. Right. And two, they're probably cheaper than, you know, having to to like ask for licensing for like, you know, Two Face or, or like Well they're not Joker asking for licensing. Remember they're like not that. they're 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 in association with DC. It's a, it's a partnership, so yeah. they can do whatever they is want. Is it really a partnership though? Come on, think about it. Who's getting all yeah. the money? Who's getting um, all the money? Warner oh, Brothers th- and Lego. Yeah. <laughs> well, probably more Warner Brothers. Right. <laughs> um and it was funny to watch how did you like the portrayal of Doctor Mind? Mr. Mind? Mr. Mines, Dr. Mines. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Dr. Savannah. Did he get his doctorate in the time? Finally, man, I was rooting for that guy. He went through hell. Um, I mean, he was just flat. I mean, Mr. Mine is kind of like one of those villains that he will just be like, you know, I'm the greatest. I mean, he is that kind of guy, but he's also, 
I mean, they could have done a little bit more voice, I think, a little bit something weirder with his voice. I think that would have helped a little bit. Um, but it was just, it was just nobody, you know what I mean? And the fact that, like, all you get for the first half is that he just keeps eating and you're like, well, we don't know why he's eating. I mean, you only know why he's eating and only because of 52. Mr. Mine was never this thing that turned into a cosmically large moth. Right. He was just a really intelligent telepathic worm from Venus. That's what you he know, was. Funny. You know, this, for me, cartoon wise, this has been the best version of Miss of Mister Mine. Cartoon wise, I mean, possibly <laughs> it's kind of hard to say. I but mean, sure, because even he, because I mean, now mind you, we haven't seen what they've done with Shazam. I mean, we saw a snippet of Shazam, the live action movie. They they hinted at Mister Mine. Yeah, well, they, they showed him. Well, we they, yeah. yeah. Well, what I'm saying they like they haven't the like done a full full length thing yet. They kind of gave us a taste, right? You know, so I mean, I'm just like, okay, well, you know, because when people say a telepathic worm, I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about? But you know, I actually kind of like those kind of cute for what it was because it's a kids, yeah. it's a kids film. So you know, I'm like, all right, you know, it was all right. Yeah, I mean, he it was. was he's, than, I'm sorry. Uh, better than going Lex Luthor or right. Bizarro or you know. Yeah, I mean, well, he's he's got that like kid like. You factor because he's a worm, but then like he's comically a worm, so you're like, I'm not afraid, um, you know. So yeah, I mean, it definitely worked that way. And his his moth form was actually unrecognizable as a moth. I don't. It looked like a dragon to me. I mean, I knew it was supposed to be a moth, and they had to actually tell you. And I was like, well, thank God you finally said moth because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, and did you like note. the for, Did you like the the foreshadowing of the the uh, wizard trying to kill the moth in the rock of eternity because he can't stand moths yeah. oh yeah that, yeah that was one of the funnier moments he's like moth oh. <laughs> i was gonna say side note because um my daughter riley shout out to riley she won't hear this for years um she um in school has been studying the anatomy of a bug and of insects so they talk about you know the insects have you know um they have wings and then they have three parts of their body and she sees the moth and she's like that's really long, Daddy. <laughs> That's a long thorax, and I'm like, my daughter knows the word thorax. Awesome. <laughs> By the way, did anybody notice um, that? Did you notice the seven deadly sins? Yeah. Yes. Did you notice anything weird about them? Um, if, if I know it was quick, I didn't notice anything really weird. But why? What's up? Well, they kept showing. I mean, depending on the angle, I mean, they, it's very clear. It wasn't like one of those. It'll go by your uh, attention if you don't look. Uh, injustice is not a sin. Injustice? That was one of the seven deadly sins. <laughs> did they, um, did they but, take out lust? Is that what happened? Exactly. I was right, about yeah, to say, that, it's the one they took out was lust. And it's so funny because it's like, because you might have a kid ask a question or look it up. I mean, like, it's like you're, you've taken out something that literally didn't require to be taken out. And now you've actually misinformed a generation of what the seven deadly sins are in trying to yeah. be PC. You right, know? exactly. You try to be PC, and I'm telling you, if it would have been Cuntalingus, that would have been another story. Right, <laughs> exactly. It wasn't like, you know, like, it wasn't like, um, like doggy style. <laughs> right. Know, like, it I mean, it's, it's just lust. I mean, you know, like, it's just I'm lust, like, guys. when I saw that, because I kept looking, and I'm like, if the first time I saw it, I'm like, oh, I must have misread that. Maybe it was a statue for something else. And then I'm like, yeah. nope. And they kept showing that angle, and I'm like, oh, and then I, and then they showed the other angle, so I got to see all seven of them, and I'm like, oh, you you took out lust, yeah. you assholes, yeah. you actually just misinformed people in trying to be kid friendly in, with a word that's not unfriendly to kids, you know. It's, it's, let, let's see how the cap handles this. Oh fuck, daddy, what's lust? 
<laughs> See, I had three answers and none of them I can't say on the podcast. <laughs> wow. So that's, so, that's how you so, talk to your kid? Like, here's, how you, no, no, here's how I talk to my kid. Riley, go to your room. <laughs> no, but I mean, but think about it. Like, I mean, like the, the whole point about lust is, is it a bad word in any kind of way? No. Example. No, no, no. I mean, not even just for us as adults. Answer. Example. Lust for life. Has nothing mm-hmm. to do with sex. It just means you have an overabundant want, need, you know, love of it. That's your yeah. simple answer. It's a, it's it's a large uh, love for something. Uncontrolled, uncontrollable desire. You could exactly. exactly, yeah. So Sometimes, like that's what I'm saying. So like for them to take that word out, I'm like, you've created more of a problem than you resolved. Yeah, <laughs> you I, 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 I don't have that much of a problem with it because as a dad, I'm like, okay, you know, because they they if they're if they're looking for the individual words, they're probably 11 years old, which is a whole different conversation. Right, but if, if they're five or six. That's five or six. They ain't gonna see that. They're like, oh, colors. Not but but they words. wouldn't have looked for them. That's what I'm saying. At the most, they may have said like, "What are the seven deadly sins?" Because most of the time, the shot of the sins was facing where they had injustice, which is meaning that you could have just put any of the other seven sins there. You could have arranged and put differently. Lust yeah. Where from the far angle where it would have been hard to read. Like, <laughs> it it looked may, like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like so, that's what I'm saying. Like it's really weird. You addressed a problem that wasn't a problem, and then did it. That's now in misinforming. The populace, <laughs> you know, what, welcome, welcome Fake to news. our world. <laughs> did, did anybody laugh about um, how the wizard went about trying to get, <laughs> trying to find out about Billy Batson with his disguises? Yeah. Yeah, You're a good cute. kid, Billy. I was glad they stopped at three, though. I was like, all right. <laughs> all good jokes stop at three. That's the yeah. way it's supposed to be. Well, it's the rule of three. Yeah, it's the rule of three. Um, but nope. yeah, the, the woman turned around with the beard. That was cute. <laughs> that was cute. There was a couple of good gags in in it. Like even though it was kid friendly, there was a couple of things that were funny. Like when Batman turns into the kid, and him and Shazam go back into the <laughs> into the Batcave, and he and Batman calls Alfred to um. <laughs> to yes, get Master Damien. Oh, I love that. That was so great, Damien. And then he changes yeah. voice. He goes. Damien, oh yeah, quick, hurry up, servant. I was like, oh my God. And then look on Alfred's face because he was about to read him. And he just clicked it off. <laughs> like, I'm like, Alfred ain't taking that shit from that kid. If, if Alfred was black, he'd be like, go get a switch. <laughs> go get a switch right now. Go back. And, and wait, hold on, Ralph. And here's the, here's the quiz. And if and if um, Alfred was Puerto Rican or Dominican, go get my chancla. Yeah, exactly. There we go. That's what I wanted. Dame correa. Give me the belt. The correa yeah. shit. That shit gives me chills now. I don't even. I'm, I, I, I'm I, did, I did. I did like the. Un, I did like the unmask. Even though I'm like, I, I, like. I mean, granted, I, again, it is for kids and it is meant to be silly. And I guess it's supposed to make kids ask the same question that you would as an adult. But you're like, you would you like to join the Justice League? Hmm. Let me think about that. Well, here's all of our secret identities. You want to join? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, you you really fucking did that the wrong way. You do know how that works, right? Like, like, I, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, wait a second. So you're just gonna let him go after he's seen all your faces? And, and I mean, like, but I but I love it, and, and that's the thing that gets you in comic books. Where I mean, yes, we understand the need for the mask, especially um, when you if you're if you're a superhero that stays in one particular small town or a city or something like right. that, where eventually people more people will eventually recognize your face. But, but he was just like, like, oh, we trust you. Here's our secret identities. I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. <laughs> I don't know who you are. <laughs> uh, that's not really a disguise. Uh, and Clark Kent! But it made sense. It's like, he's the only one anybody would know. <laughs> like, right. but, but even at the back end, because he's young, he's like, I trust you. Nah, I don't know who you are. 
He's <laughs> like, maybe if you were older, he's like, I'm Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> so there were parts of it that were, that were kind of cool and that kind of endearing, but definitely it def it felt like a, a young kid's. And oh, like yeah. Mike said in the synopsis, more so than other Lego movies. Because other Lego movies yeah. will lend itself to the adult Easter eggs or some other stuff. This felt like, you know, they were they they knew the audience and they knew exactly where they wanted to be and that's where they stayed. Yeah, Which but I think, but, good, but you know, I, I mean, I think the thing is though, like there, I mean, as we've seen with the other Lego movies that tend to be a little bit better, or and or just think of cartoons from seventy years ago. <laughs> you know, you can mm-hmm. do double entendres and still make it for kids, and also make it enjoyable for adults. But this one, it was just like the script. They were like, "We're not going to redo the script," so you know, <laughs> make it. <laughs> I'll say this: they, I mean, now I've watched Lego movies before. I mean, I've, I've we've definitely reviewed them before, a couple of them. Um, how did you feel about the inclusion of, hey, our vehicles are too big. Let's build. <laughs> I'll say this. It was clever from I'm a like, Lego oh, standpoint. Product placements. There we yeah. go. That's all I it was. It, it was made no sense. From, yeah, but, but from, from, from there, I was like, huh. Because when, yeah. when Batman didn't fit into his car, that made sense. Was, okay, right. you're too small. Whatever. Superman doesn't when have came, a vehicle. Yeah, right? Green so Lantern doesn't have a vehicle. What? Wonder Woman was flying her plane as a kid. Yep. So that wasn't a problem. <laughs> so she didn't need to build another vehicle on top of that. Her plane worked just fine. You know? Right. Oh, man. Well, um, the, uh, what were you going to say, Ralph? I, I was going to say, this, this wasn't the real Batman, because if it was really Batman, he would have a button in his car that would actually raise the pedals because he would have a contingency to plan for the event that he gets turned into a kid. Right, right. <laughs> and also, if nothing else, you figured that they'd be raising pedals. Why? Robin might need to drive at some point. Yeah. Or <laughs> yeah. You know, like, but yeah, yeah, exactly. But Batman, of course, and, and our Batman would have had that conti- just in case I could turn into a kid. Why would you be turned into a kid? Who yeah, can do yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We find a lot so, of people with magic. We, I, I understand all the rules of magic. I have billions of dollars at my disposal. I build the most incredible machines. Um, our city is poor and there's a lot of corruption. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but you're defending the city. Could you say, nope, can't help you. But our children are in poor schools. Oh, sorry. La, 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 la. Building a big bat suit. Building a big bat robot. Can't help you. Like, bat train. Like, yeah, bat train now. I've already created Wayne Enterprises and given you guys jobs. What more do you want? Do the rest right? yourself. A safe city, you asshole. And again, why I've been saying for about the last year, Batman is one of the worst superheroes out there. He really <laughs> is shitty when you look at what he does. Wait, wait a second. Oh, my God. Is that Kev losing his shit? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> is that big Kev losing his shit right now? I, I, can, hear, I can hear him screaming right now. I'm going to get Come you, Come on, Mike. guys. What the fuck, Mike? <laughs> You're full of shit, Mike. If I was on that podcast, I'd fucking tell you, son. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm home with Jen in the cornfield. Shout out to Jen in the cornfield. <laughs> um, how do we feel about, about um, Black Adam's introduction? It, it's like you guys didn't think you'd make a second movie. <laughs> like, like it's, Does it feel cramped? I mean, it's like he's he is literally his 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 arch enemy, and it's like you show up in the last fifteen minutes of a movie and taken out that fast. You're really not that much of a villain, are you? Nope. You know. I was very surprised they put him in there. I was like, okay, uh, you know, Mister Mine and, and you know and, and their crew, and I was like, okay. And then when they brought him in, I yeah. was like, whoa, they're really stuffing this in. Well, as a person that that sees like. 
and you know what you can do well with something i of course i mean once you know the, the wizard brought up how he dealt with them and you saw the do not you know open you know whatever kind of sign right. i'm like oh cool i'm like i already figured out that okay mr mind's going to attack the rock of eternity i figured that part out and i'm like oh he'll probably damage the wall leaving it cracked and we're going to probably see something like like a light or some or getting pushed and that will end the movie to set up for like hey maybe we'll get a second shazam movie and it'll be with black adam yeah, they didn't, they, didn't, they didn't believe in themselves. <laughs> <laughs> they, I they, want they, it all. <laughs> they didn't have a leave-in they could believe in. Yeah. <laughs> and how were you with the with the entire Justice League turning into the Shazam Corps? Well, it it was worse than even in the movie. In the I was waiting movie. for some. I was I, I, I was wondering if Mike was gonna say that. I said okay. I know he didn't like that when he did it in Shazam. But no, I mean, the like. thing is, it was just done badly in the Shazam movie. Here, it was done referencing that, but then it was just, it was just way late, even shittier. Like it was just like so, like Flash. Did you get any other power? Like you seem like he was running fast. I'm like, well, you always run that fast. Yeah. <laughs> like, and like, you already have the lightning. So yeah. So I'm like. <laughs> And, and then Batman, I'm like, well, you just have a heavier... Ca- I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> that, was, that was funny, though, when Flash was like, hey, how come I didn't get a new outfit? Well, you already have a lightning bolt. Yeah, he was like... But remember, I, he already I liked it like because that. of that. That's I why, did like that's, that. That's why he trusted him. He was like, he's like, and I'm not going to say that the lightning bolt in his outfit was, you know, was the reason why I voted him in, but, like, you know, I, I did like the lightning bolt. <laughs> what was funny is Mike was... Now, let me ask you this. I mean, Ralph, too, but I know Mike so because Mike more... You're, you're a fan of, of Captain Marvel, a.k.a. Shazam. Number one, that pun at the beginning when they go, what are we going to call him? He's Captain Marvel. Marvel. Captain Marvel. He's got a, he's got a chin like Marvel. I love... That was funny. That was, that was cute. He's got a that chin really like cute. Marvel. Maybe we'll call him Captain Marvel. You can't do that. <laughs> <It's already taken. laughs> See, that I love. That was great. Yeah. But... um. When Superman, when when they show um, Shazam saying Shazam and he turns Superman and the rest of Justice League into these Shazamites, tell me um, Superman didn't look just like um, Captain Marvel Jr. Yeah. Yes. For, for well, it's the, it's the blue outfit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I was like, wait, he turned into Captain Marvel Jr. Oh, no, he just turned into Superman. Oh, God. You just confused me. <laughs> well, I mean, even, even the kid, remember the kid when uh, Captain Marvel or when Shazam got on the train, he was like, Hey, look! See you later, red suit Shazam. I mean, red suit Superman. And I'm like, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's also got me. Like when he, when the first time he gets on the train after he puts in the golden coin, not his, not his origin story, but when as Shazam he goes to the train to visit the wizard, and like people are waiting at the track. Like yeah. I understand that sometimes you're waiting for different trains, but what if someone just got on that train? Like, <laughs> like, like imagine, like you know how we all do. Any, anybody from a big city where there's a train, what happens when you know you're running late? You threw in your card and you just start running because you assume that's your damn train. (laughs) You know? Yeah. It's like the person would just be like, where the fuck am I? Where the fuck? Where the fuck am I? (laughs) Where the fuck am I? Injustice? Holy shit. (laughs) That's that's not one of the seven deadly. That would be me. I'd be the worst person that would have been that train. (laughs) That is not one of the. Uh, we need to get you back. That is not what is that. If I give you powers, will you shut up? <laughs> mm, what powers? <laughs> well, let's see which gods we have left. <laughs> and um, how were you, were you guys happy with the resolution? Like, because they, you know, they they beat Black Adam. We kind of, I mean, we, we obviously see Mr. Mind later. But how they resolve um, Billy Batson and, you know, oh, yeah, you know, you... you 
what was the saying that Batman kept saying or that Billy Batman told Batman the only way to trust somebody is, is to trust somebody yeah yeah when I saw like the Billy seeing his, his uncle and his sister the first thought that came to mind was Mike referencing the old 70s TV show 70s right mm-hmm. the old 70s TV show where they're traveling in the camper that's the first thought that came to my mind because it reminded me of that show. So basically what you're saying is when you saw the old man and you saw the, his little sister, the first thought in your mind was pedophile. Yes. <laughs> that was pretty much the first thought in your mind, um, which is always what comes to mind when I see Uncle Dudley. Um, <laughs> because because in, the comics, I, in the comics, I don't even think he's actually their uncle. <laughs> he's, he's not because Mary what? was adopted by some other family. Um, and Billy eventually finds her. Um, this is even back in the 40s version. Eventually finds right. her, and then he splits the power with her. Da, 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 da. Uncle Dudley has no power, and he's not actually related to him. I forget how he ends up hanging around them all the time. And he knows their what identities like, and stuff like that. He's kind of like a crazy like, old guy. He's like Alan Scott's sidekick. Pretty like, much. You my, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, Alan Scott had that, that, that weird old sidekick also, right? Oh, Alan Scott. Uh, Alan he Scott, had like, um, Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. His was like, no, his... His was even weirder. His is just some weird, yeah, yeah. It, that, that that's a whole some other weird, story. Older man. Um, that's a whole other story. Yeah, that's a whole other character. But um, I mean, it was five. It, it just closed up the ending. It's like even though it kind of took away from the kind of um, part of the story that they had started, which is the fact that he goes, the Justice League is not just a team of you know, or one woman says the Justice League is not just a team of uh, well-crafted uh, heroes. We're also a family, and you saw him light up like oh, wow, I can now have a family. So it kind of took away from that because he actually got a family. And it's like, oh, well, I mean, sure, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. See, that should have been one of the cutaway scenes. <laughs> you know, he hugs he hugs Uncle Dudley and Mary, credits roll, and then you see him back on the street with the Justice League looking kind of sad without Dudley and fucking Mary. And he goes, they said they weren't interested. <laughs> that's how i write a fucking movie there we go give me the money that's how you fix that mike all right jerry Maguire. <laughs> but now any, oh, there, oh go ahead. i'm sorry thing i want to say now and this is the same thing from the movie it's like and again i know this one is particularly a kid's movie as opposed to the shazam movie which was just a horrible movie for me um is that I don't understand. I uh, know I'm sorry. I do understand, but I don't get it since they're working with the character. This whole like, when he's Shazam, he's like silly. He's kid like, and da da da. I'm like, he has the wisdom of Solomon for a reason, you know. And for people have like that have brought that up, and they're like, well, you know that that he's just a kid. But I'm like, but he's got the wisdom of Solomon. That's that's why he's an adult now. He's not an adult that that has the mind of a ten year old kid. He's a full on adult with the wisdom of. Of, of a god by this point so i just want to read to you this is actually and this is from like issue 18 of shazam so we're going back to the 40s this is the okay. shazam's wisdom just as wisdom billy has instant access to a vast amount of scholarly knowledge he possesses excellent mental acuity and instant i'm sorry and nearly infallible wisdom including an innate understanding of virtually all known languages and sciences and has a photographic memory and perfect recall being able to retain full knowledge of all he experiences with perfect clarity from this he can read and decipher any coding solve long mathematical equations instantaneously and make intuitive guesses based on limited data which are almost always correct he also has a great understanding of divine phenomena in the mortal world an uncanny awareness of his 
circumstances akin to clairvoyance that lets him turn disadvantages into advantages and can provide counseling and advice in times of need. And in some stories, this also gives him the power to hypnotize people. That is his wisdom. And like when you look at this versus also the movie, it's like, yeah, he's insanely intelligent <laughs> when he's Shazam. But, you know. so, but, so, but then, but then, oh, hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. So what you're saying is that this guy could have solved world hunger and all these other type of problems, but he chooses not to? What a fucking um, dick. You mean like Superman <laughs> not solving crime, especially in, you know, poor neighborhoods? Uh, <laughs> you know. Um, but no, no, my point is this, like, and I know what you're probably going to lead into, Cap, is saying, like, well, that just makes him an unrelatable character. I just listed all that stuff. That's Batman. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. No one yeah. has a problem with yeah. Batman knowing almost every language can solve any science. That's Batman. He's a human being. At least Billy has been gifted with the gift of a god and explains why he can do all this stuff. Batman somehow can do all this and no one bats up. Well, he's, you know, he's just Batman. He just, he just studies a lot. He's gifted <laughs> you know? by the writer. Right. He's, he can study a lot. But yet, like I said, but when Shazam is told, like, these are his characteristics, well, that's unbelievable. He's gifted by gods. <laughs> like, like, you're already in the unbelievable territory at this point, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, but I guess, I mean, you always talk about, you know, the, the, the fact about Shazam is that you make him into a god, and now he's, he, he, I mean, even though you're like, well, these are his powers, but, you know, fuck, fuck, I, I'm not even Yeah, I was about to say, point, I, I never have a problem with about being a guy. I, I have a problem about them not using his powers properly. Obviously, you you don't want him to be infallible. I mean, and, no, and nothing about this That's infallible. My, yeah, right, that, yeah, right. but then you limit. But, like, there's a difference between making him not infallible, I mean, or making him somewhat infallible to... Oh my God! I'm wisdom, but I can only make quotes. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> well, that's not particularly wise. That's just mimicking things that you've heard. <laughs> you know, right? It's just one of those weird things. But I just wanted to toss it out there for people that wonder why I get on about Shazam not being a ten-year-old in an adult body, and that is one of the reasons why. And also, by the way, if you're wondering about um, the Achilles thing, because they, because very often, like his Achilles is usually not usually is often associated with invulnerability. They kept saying he had the courage of Achilles, which is one of his original things. But his courage of Achilles is interesting because it's his it's 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 like his um he's he's so fortified with a general um knowledge of doing what he believes is right and da, 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 that is actually where his almost constantly cheery personality comes from that's why he's so upbeat that's actually an explanation for it yeah it's not just that he's mm. just a kid but he's he just well think about it if you believed not that and again it's not saying he's a, because he's got the power of the gods he will always win it's just you right. believe you will always win in every situation but now, let's say that doesn't make you cocky. You just are going to be very confident and happy to show up someplace because right. you're going to be like, I can definitely no, help that, you. That you makes know? sense, though. No, yeah, and it's actually a really cool thing about him. You know, again, if, that's why I like to explain that way. Right. Explain that way, yeah. Exactly. All right. Anything else we want to mention before we go into ratings and renaming? I just yeah. want to say, like, the, the best portrayal I've seen of Shazam so far was back in the animated uh, series of Justice League. Yeah. 100%. Yes. 100% on yes. that. Yeah. Absolutely. And, I agree. And one last thing. I love Sean Austin. And when I heard his voice coming out of Shazam, I was like, fucking Samwise the Brave. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. He's so, wait a minute. Why didn't you just turn into Shazam and fly everybody over the mortar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, Mike, anything you want to add before we go to um, ratings? Up, oh, he was still adding. Yeah. Oh, so, motherfucker. Let me finish. Come on, man. Come on, fucker! Like uh, it's just, just, just like about the actor. Like he's he's such like a a, a, a good guy. Like mm -hmm. I've heard interviews of people talking about him, and just just to yes, see that absolutely 
you know, him him portraying this, he was just playing himself pretty much. Mm-hmm. You know, oh yeah. Like his like, oh hey, how's it going? Yeah. Oh, let me help you out there, little doggy. Okay, let me help you down. You know, all that kind of that that was just all him. That was just yeah. all him. So I, mean, I, I, I just loved it. I can't say like if his family members had that same happiness, but as far as the ability to give off that like carefree, happy to see you. Uh, if you think of the 1960s version of the Adams family, yeah. Gomez Adam, that is his dad. So oh, if you think of that actor, yeah, John oh, Aston. John Aston is his father. Here. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Good tidbit. All right. All right. Let's get into it. Renaming the movie. And if you hear the show, you know I go first because Ralph needs time because yes. he's going off the top of his head. Pretty much. All right. So renaming the movie. Gold every Lego time. Shazam. What? It's gold every time. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> it's so P, but we won't do that. <laughs> Lego Shazam. DC's Child's Play with dad jokes. <laughs> Ralph. Uh, Lego Shazam. The Fast and Furious uh, version. We're family. Oh. Ah. <laughs> okay, I like that one. Ralph. I'll give you a pass on that one. That was good. Yeah. Mike. Uh, this will never fit on a marquee, but... Shazam, we really don't like the character, but we own the rights. So here's another movie. <laughs> <laughs> bro, after after the, the, the emancipation of Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, oh. I think that could fit on a marquee too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go for everybody's waiting for. Ratings for um, Lego Shazam. Ralph? I give Lego Shazam eight. Wait, you know Atlas? I have the stamina of Atlas out of ten. <laughs> I'm a little less forgiving. I'm gonna give it six bad exemptions out of ten. <laughs> bad exemption. Yeah, that was uh, funny. Mike. I'm less forgiving. I give it five. That tiara is not much of a disguise out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> the star draws the attention away from the face. <laughs> he's oh, like, he's like, you. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm talking the old parts that were kind of cute, but yeah. <laughs> and then the wizard. And then the wizard. Oh, I like that star. It really draws yeah. the attention away from your face. <laughs> she was like, think. but at the same time, I'm like, that really sounded like an insult. Yeah. <laughs> like, think about that. Like, I really like that hat. Why? Because it draws attention away from your face. <laughs> I, I would say this. Uh, Ralph Garman was pretty funny playing the wizard, but I would have loved to seen just like when you see the wizard turns around and it's Idris Alba. Uh. <laughs> Billy Batson, you have been proven so, <laughs> so there you have it. Lego Shazam. Well, we know one thing. They're not building up for a sequel, even though their after credit scene was interesting. But guys, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the go. That's next. Geeks on the go. Now one more Shazam. Good. He's it, learned. It just it doesn't kid. seem right, you know. It's like I have to do it before. Yeah, you know, just you, just need to. The, I don't know. It's got to be clearer somehow. I don't know how to do it. Huh? But I do agree. It does need to be in it. But like, then we can't hear you. Yeah. Well, I'll, for I'll, everybody, I'll figure something out. For everybody who's listening, guys, you know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek. And we only made it under a minute twice. I'm totally aiming for it today. But question number two is long as fuck. So I've already sabotaged us. Congratulations. <laughs> At least you, you're Congratu- admitting your faults. You've made progress. Congratulations. You fucked yourself. All right. Ready, set, go. Rank in order of weakest to strongest. 
Superman, Shazam, Thor, Hulk. Mike. I'll tell you the way it should be. Hulk, Superman, Shazam, Thor. Okay. All right. Ralph. Uh, Thor, Hulk, Shazam, Superman. Wow. Okay. Okay. The strongest. Okay. Um, Which villain is the most interesting, even if they are the evil version of their mortal enemy? Reverse Flash, Bizarro, Black Adam, or Sinestro? Ralph. Bizarro. He just wants to be loved. <laughs> I'm not sure that's what it is. Mike? Black Adam, bitches. He's just, he's <laughs> just a fucking ruler. <laughs> Definitely. All right. And name the worst well-known superhero sidekick. Ralph. Bob, agent of Hydra. Because he has the worst Bob? job having to deal with Deadpool. Oh, that's God, true. Bob. All right. And Mike? Uh, Kid Miracle. He's literally uh, murderously uh, insane. Uh, so close. Does that even count? Nope, no, it no, doesn't. No. He said, he he didn't said finish. Kid Miracle. He didn't, oh, finish. he didn't finish within the time limit. So that does oh, not count. Oh, come on. Fuck. Uh, if only Mike. your second question wasn't so long. I know. Fuck. Mike, say that again. Say something like uh, Kid Miracle. Kid Miracle. He is literally murderously insane. Like, he's Kid Miracle. He's Miracle Man's sidekick. So Miracle Man is basically Shazam. Right. So Kid Miracle but- is his sidekick. And Kid Miracle just... He he literally just went insane when he got older, and he just keeps murdering people. Like, I mean, we're not talking about like, oh, I just knifed you in the gut. Like he, he'll just incinerate you. He'll just squeeze your head till it pops and watch your eyeballs come out. I mean, he'll eat the corpse. It doesn't matter. He's he's just murderously he's, insane. He, he's Brightburn. He makes Brightburn look like he's got a conscience. He really does. I mean, wow, he's really insane. <laughs> yeah, all right. but with all the powers of Captain Marvel. <laughs> you know. Okay. All right, we we. I mean, I almost had it. I was so close. Fucking second question. So, so I now, knew it. so Ralph, uh, give me your list though of weakest to strongest again. I'm just kind of curious. Let's uh, go back. Yeah, Thor, Hulk, uh, Shazam, Superman. So you think the Thor? I mean, again, I mean, everyone's looking at it from different comic book reads and stuff like that. So you think Thor is the weakest out of all four of them, even well, though he's a full on god? Well, because um, in uh, Thor versus Hulk. Hulk wipes his ass. Are you talking with, about the one where they end up in space? Yes. Yeah, that's just that's just bullshit. But yeah, I mean, like, it all depends on what everybody looks at. It's just a bullshit thing. It's like I can lift it in space. No, you can't lift that thing, no matter what. It's just how it works. Because also, when he lifted, it's like, well, then you would have gotten the powers of Thor. That's, if I would, that's what it says. You would have gotten the powers of Thor if you lifted it. If, you know, there was you know, there was one point where Hulk, out of sheer strength, just picks up Mjolnir. Like, he, yeah, he lifts it up. There was one point where he does that, so. Oh, and again, I believe it. There's, there's all kinds of writers doing all kinds of things. I would have went, um, if I had to answer Geeks on a Go, I would have answered it Hulk, Superman, Thor, Shazam. I feel like, I, for some reason, I feel like a god should be stronger than an alien. Well, that's just me. It, yeah, it, but, then, but then Thor would be the strongest. That's why, that's yeah. why it's in, like, for me, I went... Because, again, I, again I mean, I'm not talking about, like, these ancillary stories where some writer just goes wacko. I mean, because there's always that story. I mean, come on. We've got – we literally have Batman beating um, Darkseid, like, in a one-on-one. I mean, you know, it's just like – And so, Spider-Man being part of a spider cult with a spider yeah, guy. Yeah, so Shout you, out to J. Michael shit. So we're just yeah. talking about even at their extreme but not their insane writer extreme levels, the Hulk could not beat Superman. I mean, no. he just couldn't because no. literally Superman could just take him into the sun and be like, and now you're dead, you know. Mm-hmm. But now Shazam, though, he's blessed by several gods and he's magic. 
So yeah. to me, he, he could he definitely beat Superman. be Superman. You know, that's just again, this is my take on it. And then Thor is full on God. Like he's he's not blessed by them. He is full on God. So he should be able to take wait, wait. Shazam. It, now is Thor <laughs> you know. a god or a demigod? No, no, he's a god. Hercules, her, yeah, he's a god. He's full on. He's god. a god. Okay. He is flat out. And especially if he's got the Odin force at that point, like you know. And I was looking at it, thinking like his father's dead, so he's got the Odin force. I'm like, he's full on creator god at this point, you know. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you're. But again. Everyone has their own version, because like you said, like like yeah. Ralph pointed out, you're gonna get the people that are gonna be like, oh, well, Hulk did this, or or come on, there's the Mortal Hulk now. He can't be killed at all. So no, I like, got my favorite like, one. Oh. <laughs> my favorite, we get it. If we had a, a call in line, people say, hello, I, I, I'm for, um, first, you know, um, long time listener, first time caller. Um, what about Goku? Fuck your Goku. <laughs> uh, don't even get me started. But then One Punch Man would beat everyone. I'm like, well, yes, he would. By the but I hate when people bring up all these characters. And again, I, I get it. if you're just doing it just to have fun. Fine. But like when people get serious about them, I'm like, it's not even the answer is they're just kind of a character or whatever. Like, it's not even that. It's, dude, if you write a character that is literally indestructible by all means, like if I write this character, like I literally write, the character cannot be harmed in any way, shape, or form by anything ever thought of or created in any life form in any dimension, entity, et cetera, et cetera, including things I haven't thought of. <laughs> Guess what? My character can never be beaten. Yep. So, like, it's not a question of who's stronger. Like, you've written a character that is obviously. A level that's unbeatable. <laughs> you know, shout, it's called overpowered. Um, OP. Yeah. Before before I go to um um shout outs, actually, you know, let's go to shout outs and let me use this part of my shout outs. Guys, you have any shout outs? Because I because I'm gonna connect my shout out to that conversation about OP. Yeah, I would like to shout out the cap for being able to do a good connection for the the quick news. That that was a, a well written connection between connecting <laughs> the once. bricks and connecting to quick news. I just want to say, good job, Cap. Good job. Wow, I get a compliment from Ralph. Oh my God. Oh wow. So I, another 158 episodes before I get it done again. Pretty wow. much. <laughs> Thank you, Ralph. Well, right, you're I guess I guess in that vein, I'm gonna have to shout out the Cap because I'm gonna say. I want to know if he's going to talk about OP or OPP. <laughs> you know me. Yeah, you know me. You know me. <laughs> the fact that Mike knows a rap lyric, hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> I, I was going to talk about OP because shout out to Troy. When we were kids, um, I, I loved um, putting together, um, you know, back in the 90s, you wanted to put together your own superhero group. And you wanted them to be like the X-Men. You wanted them to be like Wolfman and freaking, um, what's his name, Teen Titans. So I created this one group. So Troy says, I'm going to create a, a superhero group. And please, if, you're, if you do know Troy, bust his balls about this, please. So I'm 13 years old. And I create this group. And they're not super powerful, but one's a fire person. One's got telekinesis. So Troy writes his group, and it's like, this girl, 12th level telekinesis. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? So, like, he's going out of his way to make sure they're all fucking OP. And I'm like, bro, where he goes, well, yeah, can you beat this team? I'm like... You're in your 20s, asshole! <laughs> so every time I think about OP, I think about that one time that Troy took my pad, drew, and he drew, and Troy, Troy drew as well. And he drew um, these five characters, but if you saw the description, and I think I have it. If I can, I'll put it on the Meanwhile 22 website just to shout his ass out. I think I still have it. <laughs> well, it's just one of those funny things. It's like, I, I always say that, like, because I have lots of different story ideas, whether or not I'll ever get around to writing them and having them illustrated or making them pure prose writing, who knows? That's my own procrastination, but you know, there. Um, I've often said, like, whenever I create, like, uh, the superhero groups that I have in mind, like my own creation, stuff like that, I definitely, you know, as long as they're mine, as long as I own them and can control them, it's like, they'll. if I have a, a character that's overpowered, it'll be once and it'll be like, there's a reason. But other than that, it's like, I like 
you know, my characters to have their vulnerabilities. I, I don't, I, I will happily not be included in the, oh, well, you know, MFG wrote all these characters, but well, none of them could be Superman. Great. I'm, I'm <laughs> quite okay with that. Like, oh, you, you mean that this strong character can be knocked out with knockout gas? Yes. Because, you know, he's strong, but he's, he's got weaknesses. Like, he can't take poisonous gas. You know, yes, that's when these characters are great. I mean, when the Hulk could still be knocked out. It was interesting because, oh, my gosh, there's fear. What are they going to do? Banner, you know, this is by the military with their weapons. I mean, he couldn't be knocked out with a ping pong bat. But, you know, like <laughs> like enough artillery shells would eventually take him down or they would use right. poison or knockout gases. That was interesting. Wolverine, he wasn't unstoppable. I mean, uh-huh, he got his right. ass kicked all the time. And you and loved that's him. Cool. That's when you loved him. And then, of course, you started to love him because it's like, oh, he's, he's, he's so super incredible. You love him. But then after a while, you're like, well, he's just ridiculous. And then you don't love him anymore. And that, to me, is what's happening with Batman. You know, stuff all these characters. It's like you've written them to the point that they're not fun. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You're yeah. absolutely right. Um, yeah, but that, that shout out to all the people who write OP characters. Fuck you all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> also, shout out to Tinkerbell, who's listening religiously. Woo. Religiously. She, she, she'll she text me and she'll be like, um, did you mention this? Shout out to South Carolina, by the way. Who I, I'm, South Carolina, when you hear this, are you okay? Please get back to me because I hope you're okay. Cause I haven't, I've heard little bits from her, but usually she'll give me like long rants. And she hasn't <laughs> given me a long rant in a long time. So South Carolina, I'm dying for a long rant. Please give me a long rant. <laughs> Shout out to Big Kev who said he's going to start listening to the show again, but I don't believe him. <laughs> and shout out to Steve Francis whose birthday was last week along with my mom so um, shout out to um, Cap's mom too hell yeah, yeah. And, and shout out to uh, our friend Frank we were actually talking about him earlier before the podcast because he made a comment about our podcast so that means he's listening wait, to wait, it again. Wait, 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 wait. what did he say I don't remember now you'd have to look it up okay, on Facebook well, uh, fuck okay alright <laughs> <laughs> is that it gentlemen we're done oh yeah all right, so I guess let me close out the show. So for MFG, Mike the Finance Guy, and RT Square, we're off the tech. This is the cap saying, keep it geeky. It's like keep it simple, but it's sexier. Ooh. Ooh.